0: Morning Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Esther of IPA Group, bringing premier online promotion to your business. And Melanie of Stump Social Media Training, who empowers
1: business owners to manage social media and marketing for themselves. Good morning, marketers, and welcome back to another episode of the Monday Morning Marketing Podcast. We are talking about something really scary this morning, how to say no to a client.
0: Well I think, so scary. It, well it can be scary because it's, you know, am I gonna put them off side? Are they gonna consider me obstructive? Are they gonna, you know, are they gonna ever come back to me? Are they gonna talk to me? Uh, talk about me, sorry, to other people. Um, you know, it can be scary saying though, no, certainly at the beginning of a business, but I don't honestly think it gets any easier the longer you're in business either. <laughs>
1: No. And I think too, at the minute, you know, with the whole, I hate this phrase of cost of living crisis, the recession, whatever it is that you're calling it where you are, you're thinking, well, it's money Mm. and we all need money. You know, we all have bills to pay. We all have things to, to do, but is it worth your while working for something that's maybe not paying you enough or and I saw this the other day on on Twitter. Somebody said that they were working on a, on a project that didn't excite them, and it was sort of soul destroying.
0: Mm.
1: So where where is the line? Where do you say no?
0: Well, I think it very much depends on your personal circumstances at the time. I, I wouldn't have said no to anything in the first couple of years of my business, um, as much to learn about what my audience wanted, to what my capabilities were, but. It really depends on where you are i mean what do you think
1: oh definitely i mean also like you're saying you know when you're first starting out you do want to say yes you know to everything and everyone and and there is that age-old expression of say yes and learn how to do it later (laughs) you know um which can work but it could also leave you with a bad taste in your mouth it could leave your clients with a bad taste in their mouth if you don't perform well in their eyes. So should you just be saying yes, because you feel like you have to, are you just saying yes, because it's a family member, a friend, a friend of the family, you know, there's so many things that are going through your head whenever somebody phones you up and goes, Oh, so-and-so recommended you to me. You're like, Oh, I'm going to let that person down just well, Mm. you know, but if it, if it automatically talks to your gut and says, red flag, red flag, red flag, you're not going to be happy doing it no matter what amount of money they throw at you.
0: No, and it's a lesson learned. Um, I think we all do the same at the beginning, certainly if we we want to try and make our business launch. Um, But trying to say it politely and trying to sort of keep the moral high ground, I think is the tough part. Mm
1: -hmm. So let's
0: say... Uh, If somebody came to me and asked me to do Google Ads, it's something I'm not proficient at, okay? I can't do Google Ads. However, one of us can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, by admitting to the customer in no uncertain terms that your current skill level cannot meet their needs or their requirements, you're immediately asserting the moral high ground. You're sort of saying, look, um, it's not something I can do. I have no knowledge of it. I don't know it well enough. Um, And just saying... It's not an area I'm familiar with. Let me look into this mm-hmm. for you, and um, if I feel I can do it, I will. If not, I would. I could even find you somebody who can, um, and and that way you're not saying no outright, but you're giving people options to go with somebody else um, who probably sounds a bit more confident or a bit more competent, um, or better still, you could actually think of somebody um, who can help them. And you know, in the past, I have passed on. Um, Google ads clients to yourself, haven't I?
1: Yeah, you have. And thank you very much for that. But it's also something like, you know, the way you were saying it there saying, I'm not proficient in this would then leave the client or the potential client thinking, well, at least they're honest. Hmm. I can come back to them at a later point and ask if they're able to help me with X, Y, Z instead of ABC. So, you know, you're not closing a door there. You're not turning around going a chance would you ever wind your neck in would you ever you know wise up sorry a lot of that was very (laughs) Irish not a lot of phrases coming through if you don't understand them I can do a I can do a a summary at the bottom (laughs) of the show notes but it's it you don't have to shoot yourself in the foot I just love my analogies here and my (laughs) my phrases to say no when you're saying no to somebody you don't have to be like you're saying you don't have to be rude either no you can say, let me get back to you. There are there is another way. I mean, you could take on the work and then outsource it to somebody else.
0: Hmm.
1: So then Quite you're a few not... people do
0: that, don't they? Yeah. And well, I mean you're it's got to be cost you're beneficial still... though, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It has to be beneficial to you. Plus, if they think they're dealing with you directly, you will still have to be the intermediary between yourself and whoever you're outsourcing it to. So you have to have a bit of a benefit from it as well so say you're coming in at let's for argument's sake you're outsourcing something to somebody for 20 euros dollars per hour you would want to be making money on top of that as well hmm. you know or if you're if you're selling um, a physical product selling jewelry or selling um perfumes and a pharmacy approaches you and says we'd love to stock them you're going to want to get, you know, a bit of money directly from that as well. You know, you're not going to want to sell it at cost or the cost that you would normally sell to your friends and family at. You'd want to have a bit of a price buffer there so that you can make money on it. And if they need to reduce them in price, then you're still making money on it.
0: Well, yeah, Um, that just makes common practical business sense.
1: Yeah, but you do have to sit down and work out how much is my time worth? Mm. Like I don't like the whole selling your time for hours, hours, that was. Um, so instead of saying you know oh I'll do twenty hours for you per month, I much prefer the project will cost this amount. If it takes me twenty hours, if it takes me ten, if it takes me fifty, this is the the amount that it costs. But you have to work out first of all whether it's worth it, mm. right? with your overheads, with your office building, with your electricity, with your gas, with your, all your costs that you have, all your overheads, add that all up. And how much do you need to make to make the project worthwhile or make the time worthwhile? Would you get really annoyed if you're sort of only barely scraping by for that money?
0: And I tell you what, you tend not to provide your best work when you're confronted with that on a daily yep. basis. Um, I, there was uh, many, many years ago, I ended up saying yes to stuff that I really wasn't happy about doing. It was okay for a short term, but then it turned out that the client was looking to stick around. And oh, that was really hard going. Um, yeah. and, and in the end, I think we were both relieved when we finished. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: So, yeah, because you can end
0: up, you can end up, uh, you know, with a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. With well, you being, can, it's just normal, isn't it? Nobody likes doing anything they don't like doing. No, no. Now there is another oh. reason where you might say no to somebody, it could be very practical reasons, like you don't have the time to manage the work. Yeah. So again, by being polite and being nice, you can sort of say, "Look, thank you so much for your inquiry. I would love to work with you. However, my schedule is full." could we arrange to do this in a few days or weeks when I can give you the attention you deserve? And you're mm-hmm. you're sort of putting the decision back on the client. Um, and if they really, really want to work with you, hopefully they'll be willing to wait.
1: Yeah. And that also puts in a little bit of psychology of, I mean, it's probably true that you don't have time at that precise moment well, you wouldn't say otherwise would you? <laughs> you you wouldn't unless you really don't want to but then in that case you really should just come out and say yeah no. you know it's not something that i i work in anymore whatever. no
0: i've got i've got but, something for that coming up next
1: yeah <laughs> but if you if you have your full schedule then you're providing that sense of you know oh well she must be really good because she doesn't have time mm. so i'm willing to wait because she's all booked up she's got you know you know yourself, if you're if you're gonna to go to a hairdresser's, you know, I'm making I'm assuming this is universal for men as well. If you know that your hairdresser isn't gonna be there or she's booked up for the next three, four weeks, you'll still wait yeah. for that one specific hairdresser because you like her really better than the others. The others are fine, nothing wrong with them. They all do their a great job and everybody else, you know, has a great word to say about them. But you just have this one particular one that you just really like going to. Mm. So you will wait. You know, you let your roots grow out that a little bit more and you will wait or schedule in advance mm. so you don't have to wait.
0: So the last one is when you don't want to work for someone. Now, there could be many reasons for not working with someone. It could be you've heard that they're particularly difficult to work with or they don't respond to emails or phone calls or maybe they're very slow to pay for the work. Or oh, they
1: send you emails and phone Oh, you, you get after
0: hours, with them, yeah, um, and or, it's
1: eleven o'clock at night, and you're getting a message from them.
0: Or it could be a personality clash, because that yep. happens as well. We all know it happens, um, and maybe you just don't want to, you know, be a monkey in their drama. So, one one of the ways to handle it, okay, is instead of suggesting a future date, because that can actually put people can actually make people come back, is just say, look. Um, can I recommend somebody else who has the time and the skill set you're looking for? And you've kind of put the brakes on it straight away. Yeah. Um, or you know, I've I've heard of other people sort of using um virtual assistants um due to um an increase in the workloads. Um I'm not in a position where I can really help you right now. Um, but maybe you could look at going down the virtual assistant route um or using paid for tools or um you might even say, "Look, I'll, I'm happy to take on the work, but I'll have to outsource it through me, so you can still speak to me, but you'll, you know, the work will be done." Like you said earlier on, yeah. Um, so there's so many different ways you can sort of explain that you you're happy to work with them, but not for them, or you'll just put the, you know, put the brakes on it straight away and say, Look, "I'm really sorry, but I, I can't work with you at this time."
1: Yeah, like you say, it's it's important to be honest and upfront but also polite. Yes. So there's no reason to be rude. There's no need to be rude. Yeah. Even if they're being rude back going, yeah. this is unacceptable. This is, you know, it is scary. I mean, Melanie and I collectively have been in business over 15 years now. So there's no easy way to say no to work because that, that little bug in your head is still going, but we need the money. Mm. But, but if I say Especially no to this, right <laughs> yeah, where, where, where's the income going to come from? You know, and if you have a chance to work, say for a set amount of money that you know will be coming in a constant amount, it could be tempting. But just pros and cons guys Mm. work out the pros and cons, list them down, write them down, sleep on it, but you're definitely needing to, to, you know, go with your gut. Mm.
0: And, and, guys, I mean, we're, everybody that's listening to this podcast are in the marketing field one way or another. They're either marketers by trade or you're marketing for your company. Um, you know, this industry is actually pretty small, especially the successful ones. Um, and so there's a good chance you'll know your competitors. They'll know you. Um, so there really is no point lying OK, if you can try and keep to the truth throughout when you're dealing with your clients, um, you get better referrals, you get better relationship on a, on an ongoing basis. Um, and I think truthfully, you, you feel better living with yourself as well. Yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. Well, we hope this has touched home for you. If you're going through this at the minute, we'd love to hear from you. If you have recently said no to a client or a job please let us know. We would love to hear your your feedback on this because we know it's scary, but there are bigger and better things out there waiting for you. That's it for today, guys. We're back next week with more Monday Morning Marketing. Until then, bye-bye. So you're really not saying goodbye at all now? Oh, goodbye. (laughs) Too late. Too bleeding
0: late. I probably should switch off, shouldn't I? Yeah. Um.